I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. NRL Finals, they kick off this weekend for Season 2022. It's going to be sensational, as we always do for Finals time. We are bringing back the coaches' clipboards, probably our favourite bit of content we do over the entire NRL season. We only tend to do it for the Finals time, though, as uh, you know, doing these for every single week gets a little bit hectic. Put a few hours of thoughts into each of these, and I uh, come up with the three things that if I was coaching one team, what I'd be targeting on the other side, or the, or the specific moments in games that I would be focused on, or players. There can be a vast array of different things. My key three thoughts, we're going to do the Parramatta Eels and the Penrith Panthers here. First, just a reminder too, guys, you might have seen on social media, uh, I will be dropping some t-shirts and some hats on Sunday night at 8pm. I'll give you more details a little bit later on the week of where to find those, but there will be 2022 Guru t-shirts and hats, as you can see on social media. You would have seen the t-shirts on Bloke in a Bar and on a lot of my content over the last few weeks. So if you would like to grab one of those Sunday night, 8pm, there'll be plenty more details to come on the Instagram page and here on the podcast. But... Let's get stuck into Coach's Clipboard because we're about 48 hours away from the Parramatta Eels taking on the Penrith Panthers, the Friday night game. I cannot fucking wait for this one. It is going to be sensational. As a lot of you know, like most people, I've had the Penrith Panthers as my favourites uh, to win this competition for quite some time, and I haven't been overly convinced on the Parramatta Eels. For me, um, I don't care what Parramatta has done before Friday night. I couldn't care less. For me, it just doesn't even matter with them. Um, um, it all comes down to what they do during the finals. And uh, I'm really excited to see how Parramatta go. I'd be, I'd love to see Dill Brown and Mitch Moses really stand up in finals and own this series. I think it would be sensational for rugby league. I think it would be a great narrative as well. And I absolutely love those two blokes, along with most of this Parramatta team. There's not really any players here that I don't like or anything in this side. So it would be great to see Parramatta stand up. They are the one team that has shown this year that, you know, they can go to Melbourne, they can knock over the Storm, they can go to Penrith, and they can knock over the Penrith Panthers, uh, which is 
is just about unheard of in the modern game. So they are a team that can really, really give this competition a shake. They get... A really good opportunity on Friday night to take on the Penrith Panthers in this one. Obviously, Nathan Cleary, he returns. We're going to talk about him specifically uh, as one of our focal points for Brad Arthur. So we'll leave that for them. But there is plenty of opportunity here for the Parramatta Eels to get a W here. Let's kick off with Brad Arthur's coach's clipboard. As I would imagine, if I was Brad Arthur, these would be the key things that I would be focusing on heading into this game at Bluebet Stadium. So coach's clipboard, Brad Arthur, Parramatta versus the Penrith Panthers. My first point that I've got here is win your contact. Sounds very, very simple, but against this team, it's incredibly important, the Penrith Panthers. They are, by far and away, the best team in this competition when it comes to contact. I'll read you what I've got here. This game will be so tight that every contact will be a crucial contest. If you're not winning the first contact, the Panthers' middles will eat you alive and take you to the ground in almost slow motion. James Fisher-Harris and Isaiah Yeo are two of the best in the comp at this. This is how they strangle teams, killing all momentum. Uh, JFH and Isaiah Yeo, they're the two that I mentioned there. These two are fucking incredible at it. You come into contact, you come 100 miles an hour. Once the contact is through, if they've won that and you're not still going forward, you, you, you keep an eye on it. What they do is they have a player that comes up high, then they have a third man that goes low. And, and a lot of teams keep this same sort of structure when it comes to defense, but it's the way they do it, and it's their timing on every single one of them. They get you to the ground at an incredibly slow rate, and it just allows their team to get that extra second, half a second to get back and prepare. Their third man, he then peels off perfectly, and all of a sudden they've got their 10-man line set every single time time. This is why you got to win your first contact. Your junior Bolos, your Regan Campbell-Gillard, your Ryan Madisons, these sort of guys, they have to win their first contact because if they fall into that first contact and these Penrith Panthers middles, they win it. They're going to slow the ruck down completely. They're going to get them on their back, on the ground. Each play of the ball will take three to four seconds and you cannot beat the Penrith Panthers if that's how you are going to play. So your first contact, it is always important in the NRL, but against the Penrith Panthers, it is fucking crucial. It is so crucial to win your first contact and get momentum through the middle. My next point, make Nathan Cleary work. Now, we all know that Nathan Cleary's last game was five-odd weeks ago, funnily enough, against the Parramatta Eels, where he was sent off in that one in about the 20th minute. Has not played a game of rugby league since then. Comes back for finals week one. Super exciting. The theatre around this is fantastic. Welcoming back, in my opinion, the world's best player. Now, I believe he is the world's best player. I've said it for the last year or so, so I think he's going to be completely fine when he does return. But... When you're not playing, it is impossible to emulate a game, and it is impo- even more impossible to emulate the, the the strain and the exhaustion and everything that goes into a finals game. What I've got written here for Make Nathan Cleary Work. This is Nate's first game back. He's the best player in the world at club level, in my opinion, so he will be fine, but match fitness will be his test after a month out. I'd be challenging Moses and Lane to force him to... To make Sorry, I'd be challenging Dill Brown and Lane to force him to make 25-plus tackles, and I would emphasize that he is always under huge kick pressure. He's great, but he's human. You've got to make him work. Now, obviously, where Nathan Cleary will be defending is on the right edge for the Penrith Panthers. They'll be going up against the Parramatta Eels' left edge, which is Dill Brown and Sean Lane. For me, I would set Sean Lane a challenge uh, that he has to be tackled by Nathan Cleary on, you know, 
10 plus occasions and this comes down to how Dylan Brown ball plays you saw last week um, the the Roosters against South Sydney Rabbitohs Luke Carey put Angus Crichton one on one against uh, young uh, young Lachlan Elias on a number of occasions and whilst they're not well I mean if they can get through Nathan Cleary Fantastic. They won't, though. He's one of the best defensive halves we've ever seen. All I want them to do, though, is make Nath tired. I want him to make as many tackles as he possibly can. That'll take a lot out of his tank, and that'll really test his fitness after being out for a month or so. If you've got a guy like Sean Lane coming at you on a number of occasions, kick pressure, it's always incredibly important with the Penrith Panthers and with Nathan Cleary in particular. You want Nathan Cleary to feel like he is under pressure all night. You want him to feel like every time they turn the ball over or they kick deep, he's going to have to make one or two tackles that said you want to be in his head and you want to be going at him all night you want to force him to work harder than he's ever worked before when he's coming off five weeks of no football and all of a sudden he's into semi-final intensity it's going to be incredibly important they cannot let Nathan Cleary have an age to kick the fucking ball or he will ruin Parramatta on Friday night that has to be a huge emphasis from them my last point kick early in sets now uh, I'll read it to you first, and then I'll go into a little bit more detail here because it sounds really basic. This seems to be their only weakness. We've spoken about it on Bloke this year. This is how Queensland toppled a Penrith-heavy New South Wales side, and this is how the Sharks got over them in the first half of their last game. Big test for the halves, but also Reed. He can have a huge impact on this game with his boot. You go back to State of Origin number three, New South Wales. They simply could not get out of their own end. Benny Hunt, DCE, Cam Munster, all kicking early. Harry Grant as well, kicking on third, fourth tackle, not waiting till last and getting into that wrestle, getting in early, kicking deep, chasing down and getting down there first, winning that kick chase. For me, I think that Parramatta have to do the same. I'm not exactly sure what it is with the Penrith Panthers and with kicking early, but it seems to be their only weakness. And I know what you're thinking. They're so good coming out of their own end, and I agree. They are the best team coming out of their own end. But when you do kick early, you can turn a bit of momentum on them. We saw that Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai Origin 3, they were not able to overcome what Queensland were doing and it was simple, get to third tackle if there's space, kick the living shit out of it win the chase, win that next set that was all they did in Origin 3 you go back to the Sharks game a couple of weeks ago, the Penny Panthers and the Cronulla Sharks Sharks were really in that game until about the 50th minute and then they went away from their game plan, they weren't kicking early they weren't forcing constant pressure on them like they were in the first half and then all of a sudden you saw the Penrith Panthers get into gear, for me I would be kicking early as much as I possibly can. Obviously, Dill Brown, Mitch Moses, they're going to be incredibly important when it comes to this plan. But Reid Marnie as well, you saw the impact in origin that Ben Hunt had. Now, obviously, Reid Marnie doesn't have the same kicking game as Ben Hunt, but he can strike a ball, Reid Marnie. There's no doubt about that. But for me, the key is knowing when to kick. Third tackle, if he can see uh, that Dylan Edwards is, is, is alone down there, hoof that ball towards that sideline, get three or four bounces, and Parramatta win the chase. I think they all need to have a big incentive going into this game that they know as soon as the ball hits the foot in a Parramatta jersey, you need to be sprinting down because they can really start to build some serious pressure there. Now, Penrith, they are great coming out of their own end, but if you get down there early enough and they don't have enough players there, you can umbrella your your defense, you can really compress, and that's the only way to stop them coming out of their own end. If you wait till last tackle and you kick it to their wingers on the full and they get on the front foot, then there's three of them, one at dummy half, one taking the hit up, and they do this for four tackles. All of a sudden, the front rowers, they haven't moved, and now... 
The outside backs are already back to them. You've already lost the contest there. That's exactly what Penrith want you to do. You have to kick early. You have to really take them on. You have to make them move. You have to get them isolated, and you have to compress your defense and have a real crack at them. Easier said than done once again. No doubt about that whatsoever. But if I was Brad Arthur, they'd be my three key points. Win your contacts, win every single contact. Don't let them do this strangle, this slow strangle tackle that they do every single time. Two, make Nathan Cleary work. He's got to make 25-plus tackles. Sean Lane has got to become his best friend that night. They've got to get very, very close over the evening, and he's got to be kick-pressured every single time he has the ball. Three, kick early. It's what the Queensland Maroons did to the Penrith Heavy New South Wales Blues, and it's what the Cronulla Sharks did a couple of weeks ago when they really took it to them. It's the only way you can encounter how good they are at their own end. You've got to get them isolated. And then what you can start to do, if they start to address your kicking early, all of a sudden your wingers drop back and then Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown, we know how they're good they, they are on short sides. We know how good they are on their edges. They can really start to execute and take some advantage there. So they'd be my key, my three key points if I was Brad Arthur going into this game against the Penrith Panthers, one of the best teams we have seen in the modern era. Now, the other side of the park, Ivan Cleary taking on the Parramatta Eels. I would argue that Penrith, they probably don't have a bogey side. If they do, it has to be this team. So an interesting one to see how they handle this. They are coming off a week off. They rested every single one of their players, essentially. Nathan Cleary returns. Jerome Lewis only played one game in the last six or seven or something. So uh, it's not ideal for Penrith. They did get to rest last week. It will be interesting to see how they come out early. Um, I think if they were just about any team ever outside of this team, I might be a little bit nervous, but I'm pretty confident that they will show up for this one. I think they do win, but this Parramatta team, they will not beat themselves. I personally think they will stand up and they will deliver against Penrith, so it will be a cracking game. My first point, if I was Ivan Cleary, the first thing I would address to my team is control the middle. Now, with Parramatta, I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now on the podcast, you can tell by the first three runs of Junior Bolo and Regan Campbell-Gillard whether the Parramatta Eels are on or not. If they get the ball and they go straight, just straight, I don't care how many metres they make, but if they just go straight, you know Parramatta is switched on. If they start to go lateral and move the ball around and you know sort of pass before they make contact, I'm a little bit more confident because Parramatta play their best footy when these two are going forward. And you know I'm sure that Brad Arthur must have had this conversation with them on so many occasions, but sometimes they just don't show up and do it. When they do, though, they're a team not to be fucked with. I personally think Parramatta will play very straight to start in this game against the Penrith Panthers. Control the middle. I've got written here. You can tell if Parra on or not by the first three hit-ups from Paulo and Regan Campbell-Gillard. If they're going forward instead of drifting, you're in for a long night. The ball needs to be wrapped up on Paulo. I'd set the challenge to my pack to not allow a single offload from Paulo, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Matto all night. When they are going forward, they're in the contest. They're in the arm wrestle. It's when they get their offloads and they start playing second phase footy, the Parramatta Eels, is when they're really lethal. Now, the beauty of this is that Penrith, they are so good in their contacts. We already spoke about this before. They're so good in their contacts that they will slow the game down. So Parramatta, they will be looking to offload. Matto, Junior Bolo, Regan Campbell-Gillard, they will all come into this game knowing that they want to offload. They want to create second phase footy. As soon as they offload, Reed will go either straight to Dill Brown, straight to Mitch Moses, straight to Clint Gutherson, one of their skilled players. That's how Parramatta play. Then they will try and take advantage of you. You don't want to get on the back foot against this Parramatta side because once they start to roll, it's over and they get momentum through their offloads. So it's going to be key for the Penrith Panthers to not allow any offloads. If they allow second phase footy, they're going to find themselves in trouble very soon. That would be my challenge to all my middle forwards is that those three guys, minimal offloads, and I would aim for no offloads by those three guys. We wrap up the ball and Penrith 
are already pretty good at doing this. But those three, they can find an offload. Ryan Madison and Junior, they're the two that worry me the most. Attack their right edge is the next point that I have got. Now, Parramatta, they've been playing some really good footy. My only worry with Parramatta is that, like, they played the Melbourne Storm last week. Outside of that, they haven't really had any big challenges recently. Uh, You have a look through their draw over the last few weeks. You know, they have had a few big wins and whatnot, and you can only play the team that's put in front of you. I completely understand that. But I do wonder if there's a weakness on that right edge between Will Penasini and Wonga Blake. Now, Wonga Blake, he moved to the wing a couple of weeks ago. He's been sensational, but... But, but you look at the games that he has played there, and he hasn't been tested a heap, to be honest with you, but whenever he has, they have conceded points down that edge, and this is where I would be going. When they took on the Manly Seagulls, Kieran and I believe he put Jason Saab over for a try in that one, where he caught Wonga Blake sneaking in there. They then played the South Sydney Rabbitohs, who, to be fair, they are the best left-edge attack in rugby league. There is no doubt about it, but they peeled them a couple of times there. Cody Walker scored two. To be fair, in that game, Mitch Moses wasn't playing, so Jake Arthur was there, so Cody Walker went at him a couple of times, but AJ, they managed to put him over untouched on two occasions in that game. So I do believe that this edge is one that you can target. You look outside of that, um, the Parramatta games over the last few weeks, they haven't really been in the contest realistically. Um, Sorry, I mean, Parramatta's been too dominant in these games to really uh, test them out all that much. Uh, They beat, after the the Bunnies game where they got shown up on that edge, they beat the Bulldogs 42-6. Uh, beat the Broncos 53 to 6 and then beat the Eels 22 to 14 in this game. Now, I think it should be noted as well that that right edge uh, for the Parramatta Eels last week, they did do really well, but I felt like um, the Parramatta Eels defense was a little bit lateral there and they they, they did point it out to go there on a number of occasions. Um, Justin Olam almost scored. I think Nick, Nick Meany got close over that side as well. Uh, so I do believe it's a spot that you can target in this team though for sure and it's definitely where I would be going if I was Ivan Cleary. And of course, if there's any sort of defensive issues on that edge, which personally I believe there is, there is no greater test in rugby league than getting that Panthers left edge. Jerome Luai, Viliami Kikau, Isaac Tungo, and, and uh, not Bizza, sorry, and Talon May out on that edge. So I think there'll be a lot of shape thrown at young Will Penasini and Wonga Blake. The scary thing about this is that it's going to force Wonga Blake to make decisions. And when he has to make sudden decisions on that wing, I think you will see him come up with a couple of poor ones. Just the history of Wonga Blake. Um, So I've got Wonga Blake's edge is the spot I would be targeting here. It's been great since moving to the wing, but most of these games have been big wins for the Eels. Penicini and Blake combo hasn't been tested properly during this period. That is the Panthers' strong edge. You'll see Penrith target this edge. When they have been tested, they haven't really shown up in the South Sydney game, for example. So I think that's the spot where I would be going at the Wonga Blake and Will Penicini edge, and I have no doubt the Panthers will go there. It is their strong edge. All right, my last point for Ivan Cleary. And I think this is a really underrated part of the Parramatta Eels game and how strong it is. It's from the 20th minute to the 40th minute. So you see them go gangbusters at the moment. Uh, they got Junior Borlo and they got Regan Camagillard who go crazy at the start. One of them tends to come off in about the 25th, 30th minute or so. But what you have been seeing and what I think you'll see this week is Nia Corey start in the 13th and Ryan Madison come off the bench. Ryan Madison tends to come on in about the 20th, 25th minute, but he doesn't tend to come on for one of these front rowers. They tend to take Nia Corey, whoever 
whoever they started at 13 to bring Mato on. And there is normally like a five-minute period, five to ten-minute period where you've got Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Borlo, and Ryan Madison on the field at the same time. And this can be a really crucial period. I'll read it to you now, the 20 to 40-minute mark. I expect that Brad Arthur will bring Maddo off the bench in about the 20 to 25th minute on Friday. This period until halftime is where the Eels really put teams to the sword. This is when you need Spencer Lenu and Scotty Sorensen to be at their best. If you can win this period, you go a long way to beating the Eels. I would have Eisenhuth on my bench because of this as well. This little period is going to be crucial. We know that both front row, front row forwards are going to beat the living shit out of each other in the first 20 minutes. It's going to be that 20 minutes until half time that for me is going to be crucial and this is where Parramatta they can really put the hose in your mouth during this period especially that five or six minute period where you got Maddo, Junior and Regan on the t- on the f- field at the same time and this is where as I mentioned earlier controlling the middle is going to be so important during this 20 minutes it's going to be key for me probably the team that wins this one going into half time I think they'll go a long way to winning this game I think the points in that 20 minute period will be crucial and that's where Parramatta will be banking on them getting a little bit dominant over these Penrith Panthers as I said on the bench for the Panthers. I'm a little bit worried about how skinny their bench is. Uh, I personally, they've got Mitch Kenny, Sorensen, Spezzolino and Jamin Salmon. Personally, I would not be carrying Jamin Salmon in this game. I would be bringing Matty Eisenhuth onto the bench there and I'd be running with those three. I'm happy for Mitch Kenny. If Appy needs a spell, he can jump into nine. No worries there. Uh, but if not, I think he'll play as a bit more of a loose middle. But Scotty Sorensen, they're lucky Parramatta, uh, depending on the Panthers, they have got the best bench player in rugby league, in my opinion, Scotty Sorensen, uh, the only one that you could probably argue to me that's as good. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Probably be Ryan Madison. I think his impact is unbelievable as well. Probably up there with cheese and stuff too. But when Junior Bolo does come off the field and lean you, Scotty Sorensen, these guys start to really have an impact on the game. It'll be a huge, huge 20 minutes coming into halftime that's going to be crucial. So that's my coach's clipboard for Ivan Cleary. Control the middle, limit the offloads from those three big guns in their pack. Attack their right edge. Go at Will Penasini and Wonga Blake. I believe that if you put them in decision-making situations, you can catch them out there. And then that 20th to the 40-minute mark, when Ryan Madison enters the contest, you'll have about five or six minutes where you'll have the big three forwards on the field, and you need to handle them through the middle, and then you still need to handle Maddo until half time. That's where Scotty Sorensen spent to lean you, and I'm hoping Matty Eisenhuth over Jamin Salmon are going to be really, really key to this Penrith Panther side, where Isaiah Yo does his best work as well. Going to be a cracking game this one. Personally, 
I think it will be tight. I think the Panthers probably get this one done at home. I would be making a change to that bench, as I said, but I think they'll score their points down the left edge, going at that right edge that I pointed out. That's my tip for this one. We'll have a preview on Friday. We'll have our same game multis and everything. Have the coaches' clipboards. They will be available on social media tonight. So you can go and have a read of those if you'd like to have another look. But Penrith to win this one for me. And remember, guys, Sunday night, 8 p.m., we'll have the Guru merchandise dropping t-shirts and hats. You can have a look at some pictures on social media this week. They'll be available at 8pm on Sunday night. We'll give you more details as the week plays out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.